0: This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comicpopreturns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash ComicPopReturns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash ComicPopReturns and visit patreon.com slash ComicPop if you want to help us more directly hi comic book fans both old and new i'm sal and
1: i'm tiffany this is the
0: live show we do comic pop returns part of the comic pop family of channels that now includes three different channels uh we are going to be talking about of course about black adam but before we do that we're going to jump into the world of comic books we are going to be reviewing some books that came out the past week recap and review them tell you what we thought about them and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out how you doing tiffany
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing fine
1: fantastic game. right I love it
0: all right getting that crap out of the way uh is there anything uh house cleaning we need to talk about before we get started i guess we should mention that we're going to baltimore comic-con this weekend yes are. so if you are going to be in the baltimore area you should swing by baltimore comic-con it's a fun show a lot of fun creators we're going to be there just walking around no booth no merch just just us
1: that's it
0: just just selfies and comics it's so. just
1: us so it's you know yeah it's fine
0: it's 50 percent less exciting <laughs> but uh you know what this show is 50% less exciting every week so make sure to like this video subscribe to our channel click the bell for notifications so you know when we're going live every Monday to catch off the rack live um yeah so uh I guess I'll jump into a book really quick um that do it up I uh I I said I wanted to read and I did and it took me a minute um because I forgot about the book more or less like I remember the 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 second issue of Predator Coming out and not reading it, I did recommend it because I liked the first issue well enough. I was like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is, of course, written by Ed Brisson with art by Kev Walker. So I went back and I read Predator 2 and then 3. Uh, and this is, of course, how are we doing now? It's better, it's good. I dig it, like, I actually do enjoy it. It is, it's not what you'd expect. It's not your typical Predator comic story at all. Like, it's not your typical Predator story. Um, it does not follow the formula, it does not do all the hallmarks, but it doesn't feel like it is blasphemous to the predator like family of uh, of stories it doesn't, it doesn't feel you know like it's hollow the only thing that really irks me it's the only criticism i have for it is that like all marvel books the context page that gives you a little like you know breakdown of what's going on and in this one it gives you a little timeline about like mm-hmm. all the predator attacks or predator encounters that we've experienced and one of them is from the predator and i'm like um you have the predator license. We're getting away from that. We have an opportunity now to not reference the predator since it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's horrendous. The predator is utter trash and needs to go away. And so don't use the predator at all.
1: Yeah. I like, agree.
0: Don't reference the predator. Don't talk about the predator. Like, you know, it, it's one I, I understand if like someone wants to make a joke out of it or like, you know, like, ah, you know, here's me lampshading predator. Like, no, no, no. The the, the the most damning thing you can do for a piece of art is neglect it, ignore it, pretend like it doesn't exist.
1: Okay. It is
0: it is the worst thing you can do. And so that is why I try very hard to ignore or just forget about the Predator. And every time it comes up, I'm like, get that fucking shit out of here. It's the worst thing ever. That's fair. Uh, but no, th- so, uh, you know, this is following a girl, Theta, whose uh, parents were murdered by a predator. So she spends like 20 years hunting predators, and she's killed like six. Mm-hmm. And um, she finds out in the third chapter in this issue that um, her journey, which has been like solitary and lonely, it's just her and her relationship with the sentient, if, if it is sentient, I don't really know, uh, onboard computer system that like her ship uses for navigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, she's been on this hunt to kill to find the one predator that killed her parents, mm-hmm. and um, she keeps like, she keeps running into different alien races, which are a lot of fun. This one in particular, there's a lot of great like character designs for aliens and care and, and and vehicle designs. She has like this really cool like snowmobile that she uses, and I love it. I was just like the first once I saw it, I was like, yes, okay, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it turns out the whole damn thing was orchestrated by the predator. Or at least by the predators, who are like, we've had enough of this chick who's stealing our armor and killing our guys.
1: I just, just kind of feel like that's just hypocritical.
0: I know, but the predators are nothing if not hypocritical. Like they're the most elite warriors and hunters in the galaxy, and of course they have like cloaking technology on themselves, and they have like shoulder cannons and hyperdrive, and even when they lose, they can blow up everything around them. Like, no, they're 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 assholes, but you know, with a with their own warped code of honor. Sure. Uh. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It might have been, uh, Walker's style has grown on me significantly over the last two issues. Okay. And, um, you know, it's just I just enjoyed it. I just really enjoyed it. I, I tweeted at Brisson. I was like, hey, this Predator book's pretty cool. <laughs> and then I deleted it. I was like, nah, I'm not going to give him a hard time. Okay. I mean, it is cool. It is cool. But I uh, i was just like surprised.
1: Well, that's, okay. that, that's great.
0: Yeah. Nice job, Predator. Excellent. Way to go, Pr- Brisson and Walker. Good team. Excellent. Only six issues. So if you want to check it out, uh, you know, read the first three.
1: Um, <laughs> it seems to be like the time of the mini series,
0: yeah, 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 Marvel especially. Marvel's really good at being like no
1: or the limited series the limited
0: series, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, like just like get a few issues in and out mm-hmm. which i I think speaks to a lot of people though right like you know you're gonna get an end to it right it's probably exactly. not going to be
0: yeah sometimes sometimes the end comes prematurely unfortunately mm-hmm. like they think they're going to get more books and then they're like told hey uh no like this book is over yeah <laughs> yeah um i'll be damned if i ever believe that beta rate bill by Janie Warren johnson and mike spicer was gonna be five issues the whole well, time
1: i i'd say too it's also like um it- it's you know you could do like a predator series like you're, you're, here's the new ongoing that's what predator, i expect right but but if they mm-hmm. say it's only going to be six issues and at the other six issues they're like we're not going to do another one of these right. they didn't cancel anything no it doesn't look as bad we didn't have to cancel 20 titles mm-hmm. we just didn't do another predator like uh-huh. mini yeah. or limited like yeah. it's just a different way of framing things right
0: right <laughs> i just think it's interesting like i don't know maybe it's just because i don't know anything about the industry but like, I oh, sure. yeah. I feel that's, like that's a lie. but <laughs> I, I just feel like if you were going to make Predator work mm. as a comic book property, uh, Marvel gets the license. The first thing people think of is crossovers, because like the like, oh. I think the number one Predator thing is Batman versus Predator. And it's like, well, you can never do that again now that Marvel has it. So, like, right. what do you do? And right. so, you know, before you even launch a Predator book. You do the crossovers,
1: yeah.
0: You like you do something bombastic, yeah. maybe 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 not the biggest one. So we like, have it. You so like Predator
1: it. versus Kazar, right? No, Kraven the
0: Hunter versus Predator would been really cool. Kraven's
1: the obvious one. No,
0: I would have been like Punisher versus Predator because it's like Punisher, Predator, solo book would have been a little smaller. You know, it's got Predator, Pun- Punisher, and Predator both have their own niche audiences, but it get it shows the audience like, oh, what about
1: like,
0: Predators here? What about
1: Predator versus Electra? But like the Predator's actually attacking the hand, and she ends up there. That
0: would be great. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Again, all of these stories write themselves because, like, Predator works in any environment. Like, yeah. you, well, you, except
1: know. for the cold, apparently.
0: No, it's true. And that, that comes up in this. But, uh, <laughs> you know, any movie you throw the predator in there, Die Hard would be better, better improved if the predator was in it. Uh, You've Got Mail, that rom com with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan.
1: Immediately, the better. predator shows Absolutely. up immediately. Titanic.
0: Titanic. Oh, my God. That, like, writes itself immediately, like, right off the bat. David Warner would certainly have more to do in that movie. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, you, you do that, and then you're, like, you do one of those, uh-huh. and then maybe you do, like, a Predator mini, but, you know, you get people excited, and then they're, like, oh, man, and you just constantly put top-tier talent on those books, and yeah. you're, like, and then, but before you know it, you have, like, a number three book mm-hmm. all the time, like, mm-hmm. a guarantee, and every time, like, Predator dip, like, sales dip, you know, in your mini, se- but it's a mini-series, so the sales aren't going to dip that much. Right, right. You So you keep rolling out with mini-series, like you were running a, a Venom series. And then, uh, and then you do another one. Mm-hmm. You know, like every at the end of every miniseries, you do another ba- like like Predator crossover. You know, each one more exciting than the yeah. last. Uh, anyway. Uh, I guess we can read some Super Chats. By the way, this show is sponsored by you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show and keep the uh, corporate riffraff out of the show and let our uh, opinions flow like wine. Uh, and you can use the Super Chats as ask a question or comment here on the show. We will read it here on the program, and now you're part of the show forever. It's, it's
1: true. Forever. Uh,
0: like Dan v 900 who's uh, using the show to review his own stuff, which is, I wasn't a big fan of the Flashpoint Beyond shoes or series, and I really liked the first five issues. Uh, I thought the Kryptonian showing up was introduced in six until I went back and saw them in 3, I just forgot about them. That's fair. I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, the Kryptonians. Literally, I was like, oh, yeah. And I kind of remember the, they were they were, they were were in there. And again, I don't even think they were really that important. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it is setting up like a world. We'll talk more about that because we are going to talk about Flashpoint Beyond. So don't worry. Uh, Adam Thenhouse says, uh, watch out, radioactive man. It's the best comic duo on the net. Keep them lights on. Well, thank you very much. Adam.
1: Thank you so much. You're
0: very kind. Good uh, good reference. Co- uh, Ray Rayfar, Comic-Pop. Woo! Finally, after eight years, Johnson can stop saying black adam is it still happening uh i'm still i'm sure it was fine also favorite 2 phase design piece um yeah i don't know Uh, i guess the
1: animated series only because i'm just like why is he blue why is he blue like and i think that's why i'm partial to it because i'm just like okay yeah i mean i have a feeling that has to do with it's a cartoon for Mm -hmm. children um but i like to try to like i'm like was it the acid
0: right it's yeah it like killed his skin yeah um I don't know. the 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 two face design is so inconsistent that
1: uh I, wait, I would say it's not in so, the
0: comics. It's incredibly inconsistent.
1: Is is part of his face melted off? Yes, but so it's like,
0: never consistently melted off. Like sometimes it's like you know, it, it's like you see muscle. Sometimes uh-huh. it's like the animated series, but without like the blue. Sometimes his hair is changed. Other times, like it's you know the. the, the there's, like, for example, in the animated series, his eye is, like, much more pronounced. Like, yeah. A bigger eye. Yeah. Well, um, that, I
1: think that's for, you know, cartoon. Oh, yeah. And, like, for animation. Oh, I purposes.
0: know. But, like, there's at least you can identify those things. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, oh, the Two-Face from Faces is way better than, like, the Two-Face from Showcase 93. You know, like, there's...
1: Yeah, but there's also movie Two-Faces.
0: I, yeah, I don't there's like two, any two of two those.
1: Faces. Two, two, two Two-Faces. Faces.
0: Yeah, I Two-Faces. Yeah, uh, I i get i really did respond to dark knight's two-face like when it happened mm-hmm. i was like that's great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now i'm like he would be dead like it's just it, it really realized two-face where i'm like well oh, you'd be dead
1: well, <laughs> well yeah and like in that universe in particular and like trying to make it more real mm-hmm. yes like if that were more of a comic book universe you'd be like cool okay like, all right i guess that that works maybe there's exactly. a supernatural element to it maybe there's some sort of like crazy weird medical science that's keeping him alive. Yeah. Who played him again in that movie?
0: That would be uh the guy from um is it Aaron? Thank you for, Snoke- for smoking. So- yeah.
1: Something Aaron or Aaron something. It is
0: Aaron something.
1: Yeah. That was like for a while I was like other than Sean Bean I'm like he should play James Sunderland. Oh yeah. And that's actually a relevant thing to say now. Like, now I, I actually have relevance. I have relevance now. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, he was like my pull for James Sunderland. I was like, yeah. He'd
0: be great. Yeah. Yeah, he'd still be great. Hey, eh? still time. He'd be an older James. But like, listen. Who
1: cares? They're going to change everything When anyway. did he kill his wife? Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is that? Is that a spoiler for a 40-year-old game?
1: Yeah, because they're remaking no, I'm it. I'm kidding.
0: Well, <laughs> well, maybe they'll change that.
1: Oh, my God. What's uh, wrong with you? Mm-hmm
0: uh Brady White howdy I just got back my essay on Rorschach which featured you in your interview with Tom King hey hey and I aced it I caught up on Strange Academy and read Death of Dr. Strange and I'm very excited for the return of Strange Adventures
1: yeah
0: oh Strange Academy Strange I'm sorry Academy,
1: yeah You saw uh, essay. you're like it has to be something Strange there. Adventures yeah
0: yeah well you said Tom King um congratulations on your ace that's great that's excellent I'm glad we could help you uh in any way but really you did the work so uh you earned it well um yeah can,
1: can i answer a question it's like not a super chat it's not a super chat why not will somebody give her opinion on the silent hill 2 remake trailer <gasps> oh will she yeah she will I mean, trust me she did a whole rundown on stream and like if you guys want more of that tell me if you want more silent hill content and i'll find a way to give it to you yeah i don't know how
0: simply go to twitch.tv slash comic well i was like Timmy i was like videos. i could
1: put it on like tiktok or instagram you just tell me if you actually want more of that because like silent hill is something i'm extra super passionate about mm-hmm. and let's be honest um that remake trailer there were elements to that where I was like crazy excited. Yeah. Because of how it looked. And right. How, like part of me was like, if you could just give me that for VR and yeah. let me and like I don't have to fight anything. No, if just you just, just gave me the town and I could go there, like you I I could die a happy girl. Right. Like that would And like, be able to
0: interact with it. Not like, not like make it work a working tent, but like, you know, if you need, to, if you found like a room and you're like, I need to open this door, you hit, you hit a thing, it opens the door. Yeah, you know? that would be fine. Not even like there's nurses running around. But
1: like, literally, like, do you see like, certain areas but the number one area you see is the starting area like right outside the town and yeah. his car was, and like the car was right like and i was oh. like, I don't know, like i was like kind of blown away by that because like honestly i don't know how i feel about this whole entire remake idea yeah but at because, least
0: like but if they but, got that kind of detail right in me it bodes well maybe
1: but i know they're changing things and one of the things that they changed was they moved the camera and the yeah. camera is over-the-shoulder camera, which like totally get for a modern sensibility. But I'm wondering how they're going to make up for that because like having a fixed camera where you couldn't see everything really added to that sense of dread and horror. Yes. Especially when uh, the game itself relied a lot on sound design. Yes. For it, they're also changing up the soundtrack, which for me, mm-hmm. like that's I, messed I, up. I that that. It, I know that soundtrack is nothing but bops and like i can listen to that <laughs> any day of the week and be a happy person for yes. doing that um but yamaoka is the one who's going to be doing those changes oh. the biggest concern for me is that it's team bloober and i'm very unfamiliar with their games but i have not heard good things but like so like my assignment for the next like few months is to get some team Bluebird games mm-hmm. and to jump into them and to try oh, them okay. and to, to get more knowledge anyway i'm gonna idea. stop the silent hill talk now but like okay let's go okay let's keep moving on
0: uh well MNNM says, uh, has Tiffany heard that Tradmore is writing and drawing a new Doctor Strange book by the end of the year? It's really exciting. The covers are Silver silver, Black Level Beautiful.
1: Yeah, no, I am I am legit excited for that. I am very well aware of the the Tradmore um coming of Doctor Strange essentially. And um I'm 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 here for it. Like if they want to keep clea as strange i think there's plenty room to have or, or yeah well she is strange but to yeah. keep clea as sorcerer supreme and then do like stories like they've done with spider man where it's like some previous adventures oh yeah i think that would be fine because then you could even play more out of the like rule set even though you're going to say that the rules over existed then but we could kind of ignore them if we told some stories from the past yeah and said you know, a good different like switch up the cast a little bit be very okay with that yeah. if that's what they decided to do again i i like just for the future right if they if marvel was like hey you know who's really great doctor strange let's give him another thing like do something like that yeah let's like do some random historical moments or even like do a like life story style book yeah i'd be very okay with that because like he has like strange has had enough comics throughout the years Mm -hmm. with enough like style choices enough large events and a lot of change in cast who surrounded him throughout it so i think that'd be kind of cool oh absolutely kind of cool
0: yeah dr strange has been around for a long time so Uh,
1: i think it was uh, 60 oh it was like 69 no 60
0: i don't know
1: i don't know my brain 63 63. thank you i'm like no it's 60 something yeah that's not 69 though no (laughs)
0: 69
1: but Uh, i wanted it to be because that the eight-year-old like part of my brain was like or, like, I guess, really, the 12-year-old the twelve-year-old part of my brain was, like, yeah. nah, yes, yes, <laughs> that's the number. Say that number. Lol.
0: Uh, Ray Far says, I played Gotham Knights, and I'd wait for a sale. The Jim Lee suits are immaculate, uh, uh, though. Also, I like the uh, hooting you guys do whenever the court shows up. I do, too. It's ooh. really fun.
1: Hoo-hoo-hoo. So, oh, like, it's here's court. the thing about that. Like, I said that I was definitely going to play that because, um because of um the fact that it's a comic book game yeah um and then i kind of i've really wavered back and forth on that one because i i I don't know because i don't know because i made a promise to (laughs) y'all but like i I, i've heard not great things
0: i've heard i've heard mixed reviews let's put it that way
1: i I, here's what concerns me the most about what i've heard about it is Mm -hmm. the fact that i've heard that the combat is very repetitive and that immediately gives me like um flashbacks to playing that avengers game where it was like all very very Mm samey and if it's not that level of samey i can probably get past it because like as i said before i'm a fan of the dynasty warriors franchise and when you want to talk about samey it's that but like i'm completely okay with that like for some reason occasionally when it's like presented to me totally fine with it the avengers game the way it packaged it i couldn't get into it no um but i don't know i feel like i need to play it so that i can at least see like dick grayson's ass and how well they do well with you it. will
0: that, like, that will happen
1: hopefully it's like i mean if i do it, but it that that butt better be a 10 out of 10
0: all <laughs> uh, let's talk some comics shall <laughs> yeah, we
1: yeah i guess so i mean if we're not going to talk about dick grayson's butt we might as well talk about some comics I guess you're right uh i read moon night number 16 this week uh by jed mckay with art by alessandro capuccio you did um you know we've we've dealt like this it's funny because it's like there's clearly like arcs for this story but it very much feels like just a like one cohesive, contiguous thing like thing that's been happening since the get-go It's just been building like mckay's got a a really good sense for how to tell a story with like ebbs and flows with peaks and valleys with all of the jargon or jargon style uh terms that you hear but he's definitely doing it yeah this one i thought was interesting because um We've got like two stories running simultaneously. We've we've done that like several times before. The the A plot and the B plot. Yeah. Um, where the B plot typically doesn't have a whole lot of like words going on, but the Uh A plot is narrating. Okay, Okay. all
0: right, that's fun. Yeah, but
1: narrating over it. Yes. So to speak. Um, but you know, like there's like since the get go, there has been like vampires. Like McKay's clearly like got a thing for vampires, and I get it. I get it.
0: Well, who doesn't love vampires?
1: I, vampires and zombies never really go out of style.
0: <laughs> That's true. There's always some new subversive take you can use on vampires and, and like, zombies. But,
1: like, even if there isn't, like, there's always an audience for those true. two particular genres within the supernatural and horror, I feel like. Totally, you know? yeah. Like, it, it's always there in some way, shape, or form. And, I mean, like, we've seen, like, uh, the Anne Rice yes. stories coming back. Mm-hmm. um the new takes on them so i'm like no this just always vampires are just an undercurrent yes and i i think they often can be used to say something greater if you wanted to mm-hmm. about society in general um for sure this is just like hey we dealt with vampires in the beginning let's get back to the whole vampire plot right like what's up with that what's, yeah what's going on with vampires <laughs> well good all right paying it off um you know moon knight is um has dealt with the, uh, assassins grand mall and, and Neiman in the last one. And he ever had that big fight while he was trying to deal with the fact that like, he has these personalities. He hasn't really told anybody about yeah, it. He realizes yeah, he yeah. needs people to help him. Like he needs to support, he needs the support of the other moon Knights. Yes. Um, and also the others in his like group. Right. right. So that's, that part though is kind of what made me like, I, I very much appreciated this issue and I, and I liked it because we're getting back into, you what know.
0: moon night what makes moon night moon
1: well I, yes but also like hey moon Knight dealt with some vampires at the beginning in a different place in his life now he's in a like in a hopefully better place for yeah. himself and now we're gonna deal with them again i was like that's kind of cool right? right i agree but um you know while he is dealing with vampires by going to chinatown and talking to another faction of vampires which is admittedly like if you're a person who likes vampires, you're just you're just bound to run into other factions slash family slash clan slash whatever of vampires. It's going to happen, right? So, like, I feel like I'm not super versed in vampire uh, pop culture stories and others, mm-hmm. but or on, others, uh, on the level of others, yeah. Um, but I have some knowledge, so I was like, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. There, here we are. Right. I, of course, there is. Like, why not? Um, but while he's doing that. Um. Oh my gosh! What is his name? It, the other Moon Knight. Who, for some reason, my brain just Jake was, Lockley, no, yeah, no, Stephen no, no, Grant. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh!
0: The the other Moon Knight, <laughs> yes. like the other the, the self appointed
1: literal other one. Um, he's fighting with grandma and Neiman. Yeah, and so, was like we just kind of saw that, right? And I know it's a different character theoretically having this fight, mm-hmm. but I just thought that was kind of strange and yeah. we're doing it for a reason though right like, there is a reason for it but as we were going through it i was kind of like okay mm-hmm. like i kind of feel like we just were here this. but you know what i'm gonna i completely trust jed mckay and it, it's couched within a, this larger conversation as to what's really going on right where the structure came from where the tutor came from you know why this other faction of vampires can't help what the grand plan is the fact that jed mckay is like hey do you remember that issue Of, I think it was the death of Doctor Strange when they had the tie in with Blade. And and it's like, don't forget, Chernobyl is a vampire nation Mm -hmm. that's like recognized by the world. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is like yet another like edition of more recent history that Jed McKay remembers. But Jed McKay remembers this. Yeah. And it's like, don't forget that that exists. And that, like, at the end of the day, Tudor really just wants to, the Tudor wants to rise up in the ranks of vampires in terms of like, Making deals and uh, like faction or not factions, but like you know alliances, inroads, yeah, and like ha- putting himself out there to be like recognized as like the vampire for I guess the U.S. Oh, okay. Um, to one day maybe even like be recognized by Dracula and or take him down. Right. Um. So that's what Moon Knight's gonna have to deal with. I'm All like, right. All right. Bring on. Bring on the bloodsuckers. <laughs> And uh, there's kind of a bit of a a surprise ending to this with with a character, which I don't want to. That's kind of a spoiler. It's a potential spoiler for what may or may not have happened Mm. to them. So I will not say anything to that um, on the off chance you haven't had a chance to read last week's issue. Um, But, you know, the art looks great. And and I'm not like, ooh, this sucks. (laughs) I was just kind of like, we just saw this fight, damn it. I'm still enjoying it. Good. All right. I I, I still like this show or the show. I like this show too, though. I do. I like this show. I still like this book and uh, it's probably the longest. It is easily the longest I've ever read Moon Knight for.
0: Oh, easily. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What issue were we on? Uh, 16. 16, That's longer than I lasted on the uh, Charlie Houston run. And that's my favorite run.
1: Yeah. So I think that that says a lot. If you are a person who was like, how do I get into Moon Knight? There's plenty of runs you could pick up. But if you want to be like, I want to get into Moon Knight and then be current. You could just jump on the series. I feel like you could just jump on from issue one and feel very comfortable. I think McKay's doing a good job. Nice. Of, of making new and older readers feel like, hey, it's can can You baby. can read this. Yeah. There is also a really like, oh, that's right. There's two things in this book that I had to make sure I wanted to bring up. Oh. One was that he makes reference to wearing white.
0: Yes. And, so the people can see him coming.
1: Yeah. And uh, I was like, huh, that's. It's really funny. Yep. Um, two is... That <laughs> he says something in this that I was like, I swear I have, I only... And maybe I'm wrong. You mm-hmm. can correct me if I'm wrong. The only reason I have any knowledge of this term before reading into this book is because of you. Oh, okay. Because he says, Moon Knight says, I'm not in the habit of selling wolf tickets. Hey,
0: nice. I was
1: like... <laughs> I know that saying. Yeah. And it's only because you said it. I was like, you made that up.
0: Yeah, no, I told you. That's I a know, real thing.
1: I know it is. And it just showed up. Jim McKay is like, I know what a wolf ticket is. I ain't
0: saying. I ain't selling wolf tickets. I think that's in our Garth Kirby book.
1: I, I think you're correct. So, you, This is why, listen, comics are good. They teach you things you don't know. Yeah, they teach you <laughs> le-
0: terms and words that are like outdated.
1: It's great. <laughs> you bring them back. You just start saying that. You just start saying it because nobody will know what that is. Yeah. They won't know it's super old. They'll just be like, Okay, <laughs> I I don't want to seem like I'm dumb. Right, exactly. I know what a wolf. Ticket I, I know is. What,
0: I know what wolf selling wolf tickets means. Uh-huh. Um, all right, well let's talk really quick about uh, deceased War of the Undead Gods sure. from uh, Tom Taylor this, and Trevor Harrison.
1: This cover is intense
0: yeah well the whole book's intense you know there was a zombie apocalypse two books ago and
1: yeah i mean that that's gonna happen
0: you know batman died and there, you know superman was thought to be lost and then returns with a robot arm and stuff like yeah there's a lot of fun stuff going on in deceased and you know it's one of uh i would say it's one of the most like winningest alternate history alternate earth um lines because of how many damn spin-offs and series there are like how many issues there are under the belt of the war of the undead gods outside of uh i guess earth 2 that that went on forever Mm -hmm. uh but war of the undead gods is fun okay it's i think it's like the last chapter of the deceased book so to speak really uh yeah that
1: seems interesting because like
0: well taylor's like i'm done i wrote it all
1: which i completely get i just thought that there would be a little more fanfare for this. I would think so too. DC seems to be such a, a fan favorite and a beloved series for a lot of people I know. So to not like, to not put it out there. Like this is it guys. Like you better get in. Read yeah. this.
0: I know. Get I know. It. DC has, uh I don't know, maybe fired their marketing department or something because like I'm available. I know I'd be happy to do it for a fraction of the cost, but um yet they don't, they don't promote their books. Uh, whether they're big or small, whether they should be excited, exciting or not. Uh, but I think that's actually indicative of a larger problem that's that's systemic in the uh, industry today, which I think has only been proliferated thanks to the like rise and fall of the lockdowns thanks to COVID-19, which is there's no enthusiasm. like There's a drop-off, a, a significant drop-off in enthusiasm and fervor and hype Surrounding the industry, surrounding comics, uh, there's there's an event uh, uh, burnout, so I, to speak.
1: I think okay, so I think what the issue might also be is not that not only that there is a drop off. I mean, sure, um, but I also wonder if there isn't two things going on. um One is do you know how many times I hear from people that they didn't even know something was coming out. Yes,
0: it happens on our show every day. <laughs>
1: and two that the things that they did hype in the past mm-hmm. were things that maybe didn't deserve it and so people now feel betrayed. Oh yeah. By that over the top hype. Oh, so yeah. like, maybe they've completely pulled back because mm-hmm. like well, it's not worth doing. Right. And it's it's like, like but
0: judgment day's great and no one's talking about it and dark crisis is a crisis and no one cares. Mm-hmm. And those are the two that we always talk about but like I think that those two are kind of like the you know the avatars of their respective publishers mm-hmm. and the like kind of reaction to their respective books mm-hmm. from their audiences which yeah. is just like meh you know like deceased and and I remember deceased having like the last spin-off that they did which was another like prequel to one of the books you know it was still great and it was still beloved no one complained about it and yet Like So, you know, I thought, like, oh, man, maybe they're just, maybe Deceased just burned out their audience by having too many tie-ins. But, like, the fact is, everyone liked it, including myself. And so here it is, Mm -hmm. like, the final chapter on Deceased from everyone's favorite comic book author, Tom Taylor. And there's nobody talking about it, you know? And it's it's a shame because it's really dope. And this issue, uh, you know, the virus is raging across the uh, space and uh, New Genesis and you know uh, Taylor's playing fast and lose with continuity and stuff, you know, like it's the, it's the world you remember, but Supergirl hadn't landed until like literally a couple of hours before. Uh, and the Rand Thanagar war is happening now instead of then. And so, uh, you know, the, the the anti-life virus is raging through space during the Ran Thanagar War. Well, and I guess we got a lot of zombified Ran and Thanagarians. And so we got them like attacking. Uh people desperate hire Lobo to deal with them. So you now Lobo's immune to the virus and Lobo's involved. Uh Adam Strange is now like uh, succumbed to the virus because of course, like his Zeta Beam wore off when he was on Ran. He came back oh, to no! Earth, got bit, went back to Ran, and bit everybody there.
1: That's crazy. I know.
0: It's great stuff. Uh,
1: that's really smart. Yeah. A no, it's a clever use of
0: that. That's the thing. It's it's so smart, and it's so fun, and it, it delivers yeah. across the board. Like, every time you're like, ah. Oh! It's a great moment and and, and and it pays off and just like set up and pay off like you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. great stuff uh so check out deceased war of the undead gods i'm not i say it every time but i'm not wild about the title i think it's too much title um but you know the first one was about the anti-life virus. the second one was about magic and the third one is about the new gods
1: mm.
0: and space i guess uh, so you should be reading this series it's, it's a lot of fun if you're looking for like anti-continuity dc stuff uh, Ali Elziaani says, hello. I hope you're both well with the rock asking for Black Adam not to be in Shazam along with hyping his power set I feel like his ego is bleeding into his character thoughts. I think he's been doing that forever,
1: yeah, so no, I, I I definitely yeah, absolutely. feel that for sure, and we'll definitely we'll probably get into that a little bit when we talk about uh, Black the, Adam. the movie itself. but I, I don't think you're too far off,
0: yeah. Nuber 375 thinking about watching sandman is it worth it
1: i think that's entirely up to you um it it is a a,
0: it doesn't hurt the material
1: it doesn't hurt the material necessarily but if you've read sandman or you listen to it uh via audible you're going to need to take some of that information and and put it on the back burner because neil took the story and, and shifted some things around and and added a whole like slew of stuff early on so I'm not saying it's not worth watching. I'm just saying when you go into it, you need to understand that it's not going to be a one-for-one.
0: One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colt Seaman, uh, hey, y'all, have you seen the new Quantumania trailer that came out today? Keep up the great work. That is to say, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's fun. I'm excited for it. It shows Kang. It has, uh, you know, shows Cassie as stature, if they're going to call her that. I certainly hope so.
1: Shall I just pretend like I saw it? No, you're fine. Because you know I didn't. But I, I would like to. Yeah. Because I, I again, I'm a one trailer and then I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna, and it's, it. I'm it's, not gonna watch it anymore. It's
0: a great trailer in terms of okay. like it setting up what's gonna happen and not really giving away too much. Okay. And I'm 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 hyped. It looks fun.
1: That's
0: great. Um plus the Jeff Loveness wrote it and he wrote the Vat of Asset episode for Rick and Morty. So oh, no
1: way, really?
0: So I'm 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 hoping for hilarity and also like gut wrenching uh, family shit and bones. Oh no, don't jump in that ad. It's full of acid. Leave it'll melt you entirely, leaving only your bones. Uh, Danielle Raymond says, Thank you for recommending Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. It's Yay. become my favorite comic and has helped me mentally slash emotionally in a time where I sorely needed it. Uh, it has cemented Supergirl as my favorite hero alongside Spider
1: Man. That is so great. Honestly. Love it, Danielle. Uh, happy to happy to pass it along uh for sure yeah it's such a great story and i and i tell you there is something in there for everybody I, I agree
0: no supergirl woman tomorrow is one of the best books of the year uh if not several years mm-hmm. you should, if you haven't already if you slept on it you should be reading it it's amazing it's mm-hmm. a beautiful story uh <laughs> thanks comic tropes he popped in to say hey have a good show <laughs> you too man and hey uh after the show chris i believe will be doing a show himself so check nice. out that show as well uh Josiah haynes i miss hack and splash page frowny face oh, sorry. uh me too man i wish that like there was an audience for it we yeah. uh we were you know a lot of a lot of time and effort and work went into it and, at least on uh, the last
1: episode that was where i wanted and that show was to about go. six or
0: seven years ago that
1: was like that last episode where I was like i want this is what i want the show to be and then i was like there's no one to watch it so yeah. i didn't do
0: it yeah that was a show uh dedicated to independent comic books so you can imagine how well that did but uh would love making it and the audience that did watch it loved it um but yeah we had a hard time it was tough because like you did what like seven eight like six or seven episodes of that show Mm -hmm. and no creators who worked on that book would promote it every single book you did no creator was like thank you for dedicating an entire like narrative show to promoting this work and talking about how important and how valuable it is and it was just like but it's a show that needed but i wasn't doing it needed some i
1: wasn't doing it for that i know but i'm sure. saying like, from a perspective just... of like
0: you know these these you know these folks have an audience and could have used uh you know it's just a shame a memento mori moon night woo that ending frowny face
1: i know yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. It was Hunter's Moon, by the way. Oh. So thank you to those in the chat who gave me gave my brain a little help there. Ah, there we
0: Appreciate go. It. Hunter's Moon. The Telfonics off topic, by no. But can I get your thoughts on Gilmore Girls? Best wishes. Uh, you know, it was a great show for the the, the time that it had. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it wrapped up. Uh, well, no, it wrapped up fine. But the last season wasn't great, and mm. then the uh, the revival was not great either, which I was surprised by. Uh, you know, but. I loved the show when it was first on.
1: I don't remember how we even got into it, but we did.
0: Well, I liked it a lot, and it was on, and we were watching a lot of TV at the time. And yeah, I was like, "Well, let's watch more Gilmore Girls," and we did. And we watched the crap out of it, but it.
1: not when it first came out. No, like we were way late to that party. No, my,
0: uh, I had a friend who watched it while it was on, and I, I would make fun of him endlessly for didn't it. Didn't
1: even know. Yeah. About it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I will say <laughs> that uh, Rory is the worst.
1: Yeah, I'm she
0: never I'm gets not, better. I'm
1: not a Rory fan.
0: Rory is the worst, Rory, and yeah, no, Rory's the worst. Eric Wu, uh, watching while isolated from COVID. Well, hopefully, you have a speedy and uneventful recovery. Absolutely, you guys are lifesavers. Long, fun content. Have a good week before Halloween. You too, Thanks, man. Thank yeah,
1: you. Hopefully, it's a spooky week.
0: Yeah shadow hey guys comic pop you know, is far well, and away my favorite youtube channel was wondering if you had any plans to do dark victory or haunted night on back issues happy halloween you that, too shadow
1: that one has often been on my list for halloween mm-hmm. um but i ended up going with a different book this year that had been on my list for a while as well
0: yes so that'll be coming out on wednesday so yes. keep an eye out for that ray far i read that as gilmore girls but i thought I, but i thought of that as golden girls golden girls rocks yeah golden girls is consistently better than gilmore girls
1: i watched a lot a lot of golden girls with my grandma yeah like a lot the
0: original sex in the city
1: <laughs> which is like now that i think about it i'm like is that appropriate <laughs> i didn't know any better greg
0: pectus have you read gail simone's horror comic book clean room it's about aliens using earth as a prison planet it has so many creepy ideas
1: i've seen it i've heard of it yeah no i have not though
0: iron iron's comics uh hey guys hope you're doing well loved x-men 16 well let's talk about x-men 16 thank you very much iron comics good transition S- to x-men Super. number 16 did you read it no
1: you didn't no what happened
0: i just didn't you want just to off i will eventually
1: we're back in the vault don't you want to go to the vault not really I don't care anymore it's the children of the
0: <laughs> oh i did you know but i did i, I heard about some payoff from this uh,
1: definitely some payoff
0: def- definitely some theories we had that happened
1: yeah that's right i appreciate you going for the singing I honestly <laughs> do um listen what do we establish here uh Forge and sinister had a bit of a plan or a bit of a, a a working together relationship presumably what i so here's what i was connecting together was that like it, it was a about um getting him certain copies of mutant powers that he could use for his suit in order to go into the vault mm-hmm. um yes they are there to get darwin um but that's not who they find.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Uh, presumably they assume Darwin is dead and instead they find X23.
0: Oh no, Wolverine. Wolverine. Laura.
1: Laura. They find Laura. So Ooh. Oops. oops
0: indeed. Sinks like
1: Yes. Dope. Give her back. <laughs> and
0: you can kill this one who doesn't like me.
1: Yeah, wait, kill that one and then kill the this one again, so now she's young right like me
0: she still she still looks fine
1: no she does i'm just saying like, it's like wait
0: she's got some fun rogue hair but yeah. yeah she
1: definitely does have that going on so it's like neat um this one okay so this issue was interesting because like great reveal yeah great it's reveal. also
0: great because it's like oh no it's the problem
1: it's the problem the it, problem they brought up finally it's the problem it's the problem I didn't anticipate coming from that
0: this mutant. no like
1: that wasn't the one I was like that's where this is gonna come up no no I, I I, just did not see this specific mutant being the cause I knew that problem was going to come up eventually because how could you leave that there no it's just that's just there waiting for someone to pluck that juicy fruit and tell a story about.
0: indeed it
1: and bake a pie out of it I yep. guess it was really where that analogy should have gone mm-hmm. um, this is of course written by Jerry Duggan with art by Josh Kassara um, Josh I don't really know him that well, so I should. Just, <laughs> um, the other part of the story is that outside the vault, the rest of the X Men team are like hanging out. They're they're waiting mm-hmm. for Forge to return because for them it won't be that long, and for him it'll be God knows how long. Yeah, and you've got Havoc and Cyclops on a team, and so we have to, they have to have an argument,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Part of me is like, naturally, they're brothers. They can't help themselves. Right. And then the other part of me is very much of the mind that Cyclops seems like he's moved on and become sort of a different person. Oh, no. Um, And Havoc has also gone through a lot of things. Now, I do feel maybe he hasn't come out, you know, as healthy. Mm-hmm especially not with Maddie coming back and then yeah. immediately being like, screw you, I'm out of here. Yeah. I gotta ben. go I gotta go do something over in Spider-Man. I got, I got Limbo back and I'm just not even gonna, bye. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. So they have an argument mm-hmm. about how Havoc essentially calls him out for not wanting him on the team. He's, you don't want me on this team. No, I don't. <laughs> and Cyclops reveals that the only reason he's on this team is because he, he put all of his ability to get anyone on this team behind forge that he could find out what forge was up to Mm -hmm. and then to get him back forge put everything he had behind getting havoc on the team as payback and cyclops tells him that right now let's not forget what they're also they're outside the vault and outside of the vault is also this like mother mold no this bubble this dome that's housing a few of the children of the vault who have like escaped right and they're in a dreamlike state where they believe that they have taken over yep the world yeah so you're gonna have a fight right and you're clearly just doing this so that we can wake up one of them and that's what happens and everyone's got to scramble it's to pretty lame it. and this is the first time that i was like
0: that's pretty lazy
1: yeah which i'm wondering
0: like is well, that also um well, maybe one of them is also in a bubble like in, i don't
1: know maybe there'll be some payoff to this at some point but for Duggan, this felt a little lazy lazy now he might just be addressing the elephant in the room of having havoc and cyclops on the a team same. together for the first yeah. time in a
0: while except like we've already established that like cyclops and his family have already gotten better like they're all fine now
1: yeah yeah so this was the first sort of weaker link in this X Men story that I felt in a while. Yeah, I really liked everything that happened in the vault. Sure, um, I don't, I don't like Forge sends. There's like a communiqué from Forge that goes out once he's out, so presumably he does do that. Yeah, but um,
0: but that was pretty lame.
1: But we haven't seen him technically get out. Ah, and there's definitely someone following him in there, right. and I'm wondering if Forge assumes that potentially darwin's abilities they might have already taken those yep and you know taking them as far as they could so Mm -hmm. i'm wondering if the person following them isn't somehow related to darwin or is is we'll find out so the vault stuff i'm actually very interested in Mm -hmm. the stuff that was happening outside which i've been really eating up the team dynamic for the x-men so far but this is the first time i was like this is a little boring and obvious
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and i don't know if that just means that duggan's like hold on trust the process right trust the process yeah and by that i mean there is that's like something the artists say a lot mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're in the beginnings or, or the early stages of an art project it looks a hot mess right and you have to keep going through it because you've got to trust the process that by the end it will become what you want it, like, to be instead yeah. of looking a hot mess yeah, yeah
0: so and that's that the this is a lot of uh is very much a theme of this yeah, book yeah. In particular. and s- so
1: since duggan has been doing such a great job i am absolutely willing to trust the process for now but mm-hmm. i'm a little on like alert yeah so it's fair it's, it's like a yellow alert
0: <laughs> well i also read uh, a book by taboo and b earl called deadly neighborhood spider-man what's
1: up with his cover uh it's, <laughs>
0: i don't know yeah, so Pete's having some, like, dreams about being a monster or some kind of, like, demon version of Spider-Man from another reality, which I think is Is he either...
1: becoming a monster? No. Is he going to get a bunch of, like, he's going to become a Spider-Man?
0: He'd better not, or a man-spider. Yeah. Uh It's, like, you know, it's fine. Like, Spider-Man's on the West Coast doing, like, work for Osborn or whatever, and he's working with, like, this new character, and it's it's fine. It's, like, it's very fine. Um, There's a lot of talking for, like, not a lot going on. Um, The only thing that I will say is, like, you know, Spider-Man's plagued by dreams, and the dreams are that he's, like, there's a demonic version of himself running around and, like, you know, living in, like, a demonic version of New York and whatnot. And then, uh, you know, they're playing with, like, this kind of, like, uh, I don't know, anti whatever technology that opens up portals and whatnot Mm -hmm. sure enough at the end of the issue like the only thing that's really exciting is like the implications of the ending which is like oh that's kind of fun that one thing is kind of fun i don't know if the rest of it was and it was that like they summon the demon bear what yeah
1: i like that i
0: know right and it's like, yeah, but you gotta get through the rest of the issue, which is like not terrible. It's just like, oh, okay, you know, I, whatever. I
1: like that a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. And of course,
0: like Peter's dreams about like being possessed, or at the very least, like being like the worst version of himself with like crazy arms and stuff. It's like, sure, oh, okay, yeah, the demon bear will do that to you. Like, you know,
1: that's gonna happen when you encounter the demon bear. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, so demon bear versus Spider Man. All right,
1: interesting. Yeah, it's two different things that are coming out, which uh, Spider Man. Spider Man and crossing, the X Men. Yeah, it's crossing over with historically x-men related ancillary characters
0: Uh, Mortizai says i feel you i feel you are right i came back to comics reading team books with lesser known heroes i have i'd have i've had fun
1: i've had fun with that
0: i've had fun with that i knew jd was good because of y'all well hey all right that's
1: awesome
0: that's great i'm glad to hear it uh hogshead if black adam was the way to introduce favorites like dr fate etc doing anything on screen worth it enough with batman's rogues gallery already okay um the certainly they they use that as an opportunity to do that mm. uh and yeah i'm i'm not interested in batman villain movies so yeah uh potassium to the heart i just went to uh the american psych nursing conference someone researched the use of comic art in marketing ads for young adults and teens about quitting tobacco comics everywhere keep the lights on wow hey that's cool I love that. all right i hope it works i hope it does i remember seeing i mean like when i was a kid they used comic art to promote uh teen oriented stuff like i remember uh zit fighters matter space was a stridex uh, branded comic book newspaper strip type of series about like spacefaring heroes that needed to take to eradicate zits and it stayed with me forever brock's Apparently
1: rocks. It has.
0: Yeah, uh, brock's rocks obviously about those terrific candies that i've never tasted Uh, in which a dinosaur is, like, awesome. Uh, Rocky D, I believe his name was. Uh, And, uh, you know, he says that he's eaten. They're like, is that dinosaur eating rocks? And he's like, wrong, brontosaurus breath. These are rocks, rocks. Get your rocks off with rocks, rocks. Uh, Chocobo Kid, it's spooky season. Tiff's powers grow tenfold. I agree. (laughs) Um, Living Freak says, getting some creepy gathering of five vibes from the Spider-Man cover. Yeah, Yeah, don't worry about that it'd be cool if it was it'd be neat because there's there's like it'd be neat if like they want it they were like let's bring up the scryers and other random crap from spider-man's like neglected mystical past uh but we're not doing that that's fine uh i read nightwing number 97 from tom taylor and uh bruno redondo is it redondo yeah oh yeah no the answer oh, is it's just, is, the... It's just the, the 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 credits are wrong um this cover's fantastic. We talked about this before. I told this to Tiffany earlier. Uh, she was like, You told me all that already. But it bears repeating because it's a great cover. Uh, Nightwing and uh, Barbara team up to uh, save Boss Maroney, who is now, you know, he's got all the information and he was used to, he used to be protected by Blockbuster, but Blockbuster has been killed. And so uh, they have to protect him from, like, uh, you know, assassination attempts by all the villains and, uh, crime lords who stand to lose everything from moroni uh turning state's evidence and uh that's fun there's a little like uh you know follow along uh watch dick and babs like hang out bang uh and what yeah no and, it, and it's really like well executed by the way The just, banging yeah it's a cute little like sequence where like she like lunges be. for he's, him
1: he's a uh he's a an acrobat yeah, exactly it better be well executed
0: Well, yeah no but i'm saying like she you know she like uh, attacks him and then like you see their costume like it's just one panel of their costumes like like just, just mixing
1: together I'm like
0: oh, that was a really well like well done sequence right Um. yeah it's a good good book uh, as as per usual leading up to the you know hundredth issue of Nightwing um, I like it I don't give a crap about like the Heartless or the Heartbreaker or whatever the hell the new villain's name is but I really like just seeing Nightwing interact with his characters and and, and executing plans and you know I like that kind of setup. So this is a good book. So keep reading.
1: That's all. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, what'd you read?
1: Um what did I read? I'm just gonna go over two really I've got like three left. So I'm gonna go over a few of them. Great. I read the book of well, I read half of the book of evil. Yes. I, I didn't finish it all because I didn't I didn't realize upon picking it up on Comixology because this is a comixology Exclusive. original it's a comicology original so eventually it'll be probably reprinted uh-huh. um by scott snyder and jock yep so you, you knew i had to check that out but if you read his after death ad I think mm-hmm. that's what it was
0: called yeah from jeff lemire and him
1: yeah this is like that style of book where it is a comic technically but almost more of a book <laughs> okay really really so i i don't this this once I finish issue one, I think I'll have a clearer idea of if this is something I want to continue with. It's only three issues, just like the other series was as yep. well. Okay. Um, really weird stuff in this, and could be kind of cool if he sticks it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Essentially, something happens to humanity one day in which people over the age of like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, particularly when you hit like that adolescence sort mm-hmm. of phase. Become psychopaths. So anyone over that age becomes like a psychopath. Okay. And that's what they called them then. But like the reality is, they were just becoming human, like more human. Mm-hmm. And so now they're the humans. And 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 the, out of the ninety, like there's ninety two percent of people that happens to an eight percent don't, mm-hmm. and they're considered to be like animals now. Right. Yeah. But I guess they still like keep them so that they can breed them, and I guess and make more. I don't know. There must be a purpose for that. We don't know yet. Uh-huh but all children are kept in like a separate city called the yoke until they are able... it's it's bizarre and mm-hmm. it's written from the perspective of someone who is part of this whole new society yeah um and it's all very off-kiltered and it's, it's very like there's got like cult like elements to it that they're so indoctrined to sure. this mentality this way of life as well they have a brother who really was like i don't know this is the best way that things Mm. are going um so really kind of weird stuff depends on how you feel about snyder depends on how you feel that style of book um but i want to at least give it the first issue of read all the way through i just didn't realize in my timing of things i was like oh my gosh i forgot to read this one so i was like oh it's 36 pages i can handle that one i saw the way it was laid out i was like i'm not gonna have enough time (laughs) that's okay i'll get as far as i can yeah um so just wanted to point that out that that exists i also read. Midnight Suns. Yes. Uh, number two came out. The book that I swear is must be part of the trying to get us ready for the game in yep. a way, even though I don't think the team is exactly the same there. It's also the first time I was like, hey, remember that fact that Agatha Harkness looks different in the WandaVision show? Uh-huh. We see her for the first time. Oh, we right?
0: see the new hot Agatha Harkness. Great. What, what
1: it is, is it's her from the past. It's her when she's younger.
0: Are they bringing young? I'm going to guess like... they're going
1: to do that. We, we just have a flashback. Okay. Um, to establish who the coven are and like, what and what she says. used to look like, so that
0: we can. Yeah, yes, so we also
1: see Voltor for the first time, and he's creepy AF.
0: Cool. Good. Um,
1: if you don't care about this book, I'm not gonna be able to sell you on this. No. Book. Like, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> right, not. you don't like, love it
0: enough to be like, if, you need to read Midnight. Yeah, songs. I'm
1: not like, holy crap, guys! This is the most amazing thing I've ever read. I'm not saying Ethan Sachs is doing a bad job, nor am I saying that the art by Luigi uh, Zagaria is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm just saying. Unless you have some desire to read a magical book that has um, Wolverine in it, Wolverine in it, and you know Nico Min- Minoru, Minoru, sorry, uh, magic, uh, but Spirit Rider and mm-hmm. Blade, I, I can't make you read this book. No, it's just I never will, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm also not saying it's amazing. Yeah,
0: it uh, exists.
1: It exists, and I'm reading it, and. I do want to know what's going on with Voltor and how they're going to square that circle. Uh, Clea Strange obviously shows up in this near the end to put our characters in a different position so that... They're in another realm, possibly the Dark Dimension. That we don't know yet. Mm. Um, and also, Doom got to show up. But really, most of this book is just a big fight. This Seriously, this issue, though, did feel a bit depressed
0: Oh, okay. Um, Great. I love that. Don't you? do no. you just love that? <laughs>
1: uh, I believe this is only... It's either five or six issues. I can't remember. I'm sure, it's, um, I'm
0: sure if, it, if it's six, it'll be five. And if it's five, it
1: stays five. <laughs> so I, I did read that. And then the last thing uh, that I read for this week um, was... Shang Chi yes. and the Ten Rings. Uh, I, I just like this book, even if it's like again, this is that. It's always that book where I'm just like, oh yeah, I like this book a lot. And even by the end of this, I was like, oh yeah, because what is this issue? This is just a contest of champions. Okay, for the the Ten Rings. Sweet. So, Gene, Lang, Gene Luen Yang and Marcus Toe telling us this story of the Game of Rings, part one. Okay. Um,
0: right, because they don't think that he deserves them. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a level of uh, not faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the most revered game administrators are have put together the Game of Rings. They've invited a bunch of characters that uh, Gene Luen Yang knows. right? Which I'm just like, wow, good vibes seriously some of these people like, i was like i'm not 100 i know who this person is um also shang tries to go on another date it's interrupted
0: oh no shang
1: she just can't get a break that's fair but um they're gonna have to fight their way through different levels where you know at this level like four people will be eliminated and then like who are many people and then get to the top yeah um the cat shows up in this okay uh who is like a friend and at times like rival for for Sean, so they're kind of working together but i'm gonna guess they're gonna be the last two yeah maybe i don't know makes sense Um, Sean gets there and he's like this this those are mine (laughs) they were given to me what are you doing they're like yeah we don't really trust you he's like cool (laughs) oh thanks um also the um i want to call it the void worm but i don't believe that that's, that's a great name anyway i, I came up with that <laughs> the desolation worm Aww. spawn uh is um still within that woman yeah and they haven't invited themselves essentially to the game okay so we're gonna get some of that wrapped up as well i'm I'm sure uh but it's just well written like you know, yeah it's just it's just
0: we didn't see him in new york right
1: no was because he, he was there yeah well i did not because i suck i know it wasn't like i wasn't looking yeah i know i just maybe they were at a different booth style Mm, or a ticketed style booth i don't know yeah um but yeah young just knows what he's doing agreed and and i do like it quite a bit so
0: well the comics guys is comic pop live Woo! i just wanted to say thank you for inspiring me to make comic content on tiktok nice also since it's spooky season what horror book would you both recommend
1: uh Wait.
0: just read the uh, batman haunted night
1: oh, sure. look at look at right underneath that i thought that was so funny is
0: it fire is it fighters on a pirate ship yeah, I thank that you was,
1: I oh, you, you got like you got an hour for me to sit down right exactly with you because i guess i'll say witches right now Witches, yeah because i'm in i'm in there's a reason i'm in that mood.
0: well because yeah, yeah this week right i know i know uh
1: so I'm out of comics now.
0: I know. Ramazan I says, defended my thesis on the importance of team management in comic book industry last Monday. Got the max score. That's awesome. Excellent. Way to go, man. Congratulations. Cheers to you too. Cheers. 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 Uh, so yeah, I read um, world's finest uh, Batman Superman from Mark Wade and Dan Mora. Uh, this is a great series you should be reading. Uh, it's, it's a really fun book. It's, um you know, flashback series that like retcons everything uh, in this one. You know there was a doomed uh young boy but he's like 14 who's sent from a, a distant planet and another in the multiverse uh the, the planet is earth the city was gotham but without superheroes in it now that he's in this world he has powers but the powers are like exploding and like creating lightning or thunder or whatever okay. uh so uh, robin calls him boy thunder <laughs> i hate the name and so does everybody else in the book which i think is fun um you know, he challenges uh, his ability to be a hero. Uh, learns a little, a few lessons along the way. Uh, we see, of course, like fun little cameos that Mark Wade really wants us to uh, be excited about. Of course, like Dan Moore is drawing it, so it's awesome looking and. The, the the fun is like that Wade does remember these characters and like throws them in and like we you know we had Hal Jordan Green Lantern, we had Doom Patrol. Um, so you can guess who's next. Uh but keep up uh, with the series. It's number eight. Uh I'm sure it will wrap up soon. Uh but yeah, it's it's just a fun little book. There's a little mystery about like who the boy Thunder is and what he may have done back before Uh-oh. uh on his original Earth. And
1: uh Yeah, it's really as cool. It's not the joker.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, the Joker is at the end of this book. Um, but yeah, you should be reading this book. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited to see Mark Wade's Joker uh, deal with these characters. Okay. Um, but the Joker is not I don't think he has anything to do with the previous oh. reality. Um <clears throat> oh, I mean, like as
1: long as he's literally not the Oh my
0: god, that would be something else. Um and says I I I know you dropped Defenders by Ewing, but I would recommend finishing it and reading the current Defenders Beyond Run. It's Ewing at his Ewing innist since Hulk. Also great art. Yeah, it's a great wait, wait, hang
1: on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't like the idea of dropping dropping. Dropping to me says I'm not interested anymore. What happens with me is I don't have any fucking time. Bingo. So you come up with a term for that. Yeah. <laughs> i fell off is usually what fell i fell off because fell off means that i got too many issues behind and i was like oh yeah well, i'm i'm underwater now and with the way people tend to treat books after a certain amount of time you guys don't care about them anymore that's very so true we don't talk about them
0: yeah like uh you won't watch this show in two weeks so this episode yeah like, yeah that's over you know uh, living freak have you guys messed around with the gotham knights game yet no no uh
1: but i might be i don't know yeah 60 bucks to find out if i'd like something or not yeah why the
0: hell would i waste my time my money uh jeff johns and jeremy uh jeremy adams tim sheridan mikhail yannon and gary frank all give us batman or rather flashpoint beyond number six of six the wrap-up to the Flashpoint mystery slash event, say Gary Frank. Yeah, Gary Frank. Is that
1: credit? Oh, okay. He's
0: in the end. Oh, was
1: it a surprise? It is
0: a surprise. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is uh the wrap up to uh, John's new kind of like sequel, ra- you know, last word. You know, uh, he of course had Doomsday Clock, three Jokers, and now Flashpoint Beyond. Um, you know, and of course, uh, I think like uh, d- d- about a tenth of the way through Doomsday Clock, nobody gave a shit. Three Jokers uh, after the first issue, nobody gave a shit, and after like and and by that point it's shame on you shame on me no one read flashpoint beyond Mm. so uh of course it's also running concurrently with dark crisis it took pains to tell you that this place takes place after dark crisis and that dark crisis is irrelevant um this is equally irrelevant but uh i really enjoyed it (laughs) um just a fun little like weird book uh the idea was that like you know batman uh, you know flashpoint batman thomas wayne uh Tom King used him and had him be like a main antagonist in his run, and then they had like defeated him. Mm-hmm. And in this, Batman basically steals a snow globe that's like a time vortex from Rip Hunter, the one of the Lords of Time, and uh, shunts Thomas Wayne in there. And as a result, also like generates basically like the Flashpoint universe, like rebuilds the Flashpoint universe, and. Shoves him in there so that his father won't die. Mm. But the irony, of course, being that Thomas Wayne, once he wakes up and realizes he's in the Flashpoint universe, he's like, I shouldn't be here like this is a, this is a fake reality. So he takes pains to try and escape. The surprise of course, is that like, if he does escape, it'll have ripple effects. that will fuck up all of like, you know, hyper time slash the multiverse. So, um, Thomas Wayne can't escape from the snow globe and the hunters are trying to, uh, punish Batman for having like fucked with their stuff. Mm. Um, the big reveal in this, or at least the last big reveal, was that uh, Brian Azzarello's tie-in for Flashpoint, which was setting up that Martha Wayne was uh, the Joker uh, and died. Actually, she didn't. She just fell and hit her head a little bit, but she's fine now. And uh, she is the, the clockmaker murderer that was murdering all the speeds. Anyone who can go back in time. Anyone who could effectively change what's going on mm-hmm. and uh she ends up like using i want to say it was uh psycho pirates information and you know whoever to build a time machine and her plan is she's going to go back in time to she's going to take thomas with her she's like come with me you know i don't I, like you know i love you i'm uh, you know i'm your i'm your wife let's go and uh, get in this time machine with me and we're going to go back and we're going to die like we should and we're going to save Bruce and that'll unmake this reality like you want. Mm-hmm. And of course the journey is that like Thomas is going through this whole book and you could have guessed it from a mile away that like, he of course was like, nothing matters. This whole universe is this bullshit. And all this other stuff is happening. You know, like Superman is being established, you know, the Superman off of the Flashpoint universe mm-hmm. who is like, everything matters. And like, there's also this big invasion of the Kryptonians. Like that's right. Krypton didn't die. And so the Kryptonians are coming to earth and they're going to invade right after Batman, like basically single-handedly fucked up the whole Atlantean themiscarian war because he's like who cares it's stupid mm-hmm. and it's like yeah it is stupid i don't care and it's boring so like now that's over and now the kryptonians are coming and that means like who cares this is all fake uh-huh. uh and but but through that journey he also uh ends up taking in uh Harvey Dent's wife who becomes Two-Face's son
1: can we trust her
0: no <laughs> She, if
1: you say anything Harvey Dent. I know, can we trust? Can him? we trust? Him?
0: But uh yeah, he takes in his son and like basically just like leaves him with his butler who's Os- Oswald Cobblepot. Um but obviously this kid was like kind of set up to be groomed to be the flashpoint robin of this world. Mm. And uh so we kind of build on that and Thomas is like, "No, I'm not going to go back." What? Cuz like Why? Like, why do you want to go back? And it's like to destroy everything. Like she knows that this'll kill everybody. And uh uh they don't. And so they break the machine and they stay. And uh Martha gets the gets her because she has like the the Glasgow smile that Mm -hmm. like you know Heath Ledger did. Mm -hmm. And uh so they were like uh so they 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 stitch it together and they move her into the Batcave and she gets to stay in like a cell in the Batcave because everybody thinks she's dead anyway, even though she murdered all these people, like "Ah, whatever. And so thomas wayne batman and the little boy dent robin go out into the flashpoint universe to like be superheroes and do their thing
1: but nothing matters
0: no but it does matter because like
1: oh he learns that it matters
0: he learns that it matters mm-hmm. and like the you know and, and also if and at if, the end if, of the
1: day it's if, all about family
0: that's true and <laughs> if they fuck it up they'll kill everybody everything will be unmade and you know batman's like there see and the hunter's like boo. like you 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 bet on your father's integrity to like save the to to not unmake everything yeah he's like yeah and then uh, he's a wait yeah well and in it he knew his father wouldn't do it because like of the letter that thomas wrote him in flashpoint
1: right which we
0: never really got the full letter yeah and now we did Uh, okay
1: oh wow he wrote it
0: yeah he wrote the whole letter wow so we got to read it okay uh and it's nice you know but it's not tearjerker uh but then uh the the hunters are leaving and they're like we won't warn him about what's coming next. That'll be his punishment. And uh, what we really need to worry about right now is nostalgia. And they're like, what the hell does that mean? And then it cuts to Gary Frank's art and a nine panel grid in which we see that like Doomsday Clock isn't over. What? And that there's a new character who was actually established in Doomsday Clock number three, uh, who's a uh, who is searching for. uh clark osterman like john's son from doomsday clock oh and it's like and she's got and she has boobastis is now grown up and uh and the she's, baby boobastis baby yeah and uh so yeah doomsday clock is in Dover. it's just begun again
1: all right i mean like listen he gets to play it up it's essentially like the ultimate universe yeah in a way yeah like you just you're just doing a thing over there whatever
0: nobody nobody cares i
1: eat y- that that is almost for me dc saying i gotta do that it's dc a, couldn't care it's less. it's very much not in the same mentality of why you're doing it mm-hmm. but in a similar vein of what you're doing as them giving as slot as marvel giving slot a spider-man book exactly we <laughs> uh... will make everybody happy yeah people who want doomsday Clock, here you go
0: yeah well the thing we is people who didn't
1: want that yeah. you just read the regular stuff
0: that slot thing though I, I think that's i think that's jay leno conan o'brien i think that what? is like we don't have enough faith in zeb he, wells let's put right, out but a like, Spider-Man they Blink. know
1: that some people aren't are, horribly upset with the zeb wells run
0: no that's true but they i think that they didn't I, know i think they had to set that up ahead i of time. know
1: and i'm sure they did but i think that part of it is that they're like well i mean like we're well hopefully everybody that has something that makes them happy then
0: yeah yeah i think they looked at the pre-orders for like the oh, second I'm or third sure. issue of, sure. of amazing spider-man and they were like oh no call slot give him a book um but yeah it's nobody cares like nobody at dc gives a shit there's no continuity there's no like plan there's no architect and. You know, so whatever how about this how about that how about whatever how about nothing like so why not and you know what it was like engaging i actually found flashpoint beyond to be kind of like fun i was like oh was pretty cool you know mm. all right maybe you'll see it on back issues really soon oh. and i don't mean I, I didn't shoot it don't worry i'm not like it's not that soon but like you know
1: <laughs> not this soon. not
0: that soon but i will probably grab it um and and, and talk about it because i really want to um but yeah uh should we talk about the movie or should we talk about the uh the recommendations first let's do the movie i guess uh i think
1: we should do the recommendations all right, because well, that's the comic stuff
0: nick del tufo says hey sound tiffany hope you're doing well today uh you too man thank you and your boys chips ahoy says with all the crisis talk i've had this dumb idea i want to put into the ether infinite crises on infinite earths hypertime versus the multiverse i think you might say that uh john's was trying to do that but uh yeah that's not bad and, uh, that's a pitch <laughs> right like they'll take that dex baker so how can you get john's on the show so he can just explain his flashpoint watchman batman world i'm interested in the most upsetting way yeah i've never actually invited him i should reach out and see what's going on uh yeah so let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up Mm -hmm. tiffany has probably a 20 uh unfortunately but i will recommend uh detective comics 1020 uh, 1065 great series better covers holy crap
1: that cover is awesome damn i wish we were taking the train I to know. baltimore and back I'd read a lot of comics seriously
0: then. Uh, amazing spider-man number 12 i like the i liked 11 so maybe i'll enjoy i'll enjoy this
1: <laughs> spider go- glider sucks, i know sucks. i hate
0: everything about the spider-man goblin glider crap
1: it's, you know what it looks like it looks like a big spider tracer though yeah
0: it looks it looks you always know where he is right He's it's fun uh human target eight yay uh this is the first cover that looks nothing like any of the covers and i'm like oh man
1: what if that means a um, a, big
0: sh- a big shift? Yeah. No doubt.
1: Like, they don't do anything without reason.
0: No. Uh, Tom King, Greg Smallwood, you got to read it. Uh, Vanish number two is coming out. Hey, Tony Cates, Ryan Stegman.
1: Harry Potter.
0: Harry Potter. But it's dark. But it's darker. Uh, Thunderbolts three. Uh, you might be seeing Jim Zub on this show very soon, or at least not you know, one of them. And uh, <sighs> Batman, the Audio Adventures number two uh, from Dennis McNichols and Anthony Marquez. I-, I noticed
1: you skipped right past that cover. Which one? The other one but the
0: oh Thunderbolts yeah oh with the super Apes yeah mm. well with the when you see super Apes you know that the red ghost ain't far behind so you know I gotta recommend it now watch Tiffany freak out about all the books she has to recommend
1: because <sighs> Tiffany hasn't looked at all no at... but here we go. There's a Moon Knight annual coming out. Damn it! That's it looks like. It's got werewolf by night in it.
0: Of course it does. Yes,
1: he's been dealing. Jed with, McKay. He's been dealing with vampires. Might as well bring in some werewolves. One, Jed McKay and Frederico Sabatini on art this time around. Oh no! There's Wolverine number twenty six is coming out now. We're outside of the Judgment Day times at this point, so we're gonna get back to basics here. I am seeing like beasts in the background. Yeah,
0: know. maybe he'll kill him. <laughs>
1: Um, listen, it's Ben Percy with art by Juan Jose Rip. So, you know, I'll probably be checking that out. Maybe based on what I'm doing here. Here's the big one, guys. This is it. This is the thing I'm literally the most excited about, but also a little sad. Yeah. Like I don't want this to be over, but I desperately need to know how this is going to end. Mm-hmm. Uh AXE judgment day number six is coming out, written by Kieran Gillen with art by Valeria Uh, they've been trying to pump this out as much on uh twitter as possible mm-hmm. this is not your time to get into this if you no. have not been reading this i do not recommend you pick this up but if you have been reading this seriously you must be as excited as i am to see how we get out of this one folks because i'm i'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent on how we're doing it uh, new mutants number 31 is coming out this week as well uh again not a tie-in written a uh, new writer on this i believe uh charlie jane anders with art by alberto Jimenez albuquerque mm-hmm. um so i will check this out
0: see where it's going if
1: it's yeah maybe it's a
0: maybe maybe maybe, maybe a good time to jump on or jump off yeah depending. E-
1: exactly strange number seven is coming out this is the clea strange sorcerer supreme um story uh we're dealing still with this the the death of the sorcerer supreme uh this is written by jed mckay with art by Marcelo ferreira so you know i'm gonna pick that up because i need to know what's going on mm-hmm. wasn't this oh you didn't You didn't talk about this Nah. okay i didn't i don't know anything about it i just didn't feel like it uh extra renders number two this is the grindhouse book uh again
0: we'll see how this not goes not like tarantino no
1: this is the grindhouse book written by leah williams with art by carlos gomez uh it wasn't hundred percent how this like Wrapped up last time, but I liked enough of it that I'm going to at least give issue two a a try. I think it's only three issues anyway. So I guess if I read issue two, I'm going to read issue three. Yep. I just feel like lonely Catwoman, lonely city. Man, I feel like I'm going to need to. I I don't know if I'm going to actually read this this week. I know I'm going to grab it, but I feel like to really get back into it, I need to go back and And read the old ones. I feel like it's been a minute Mm -hmm. since Cliff Chang put this out. But again, he's doing everything. Yep. Writing, coloring, drawing. Yeah, all of it. Like it it's all on him. So I definitely get why it may have taken a second for this to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strange Academy Finals Number One is coming out. Uh, written by Scotty with art by Humberto Ramos. Um, freshman year is almost over. Oh no! So is
0: the news no. so, a new series?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. It's the number one. So yeah, if you're reading Strange Academy and you're like, eh, and what more? More is coming your way, mm-hmm. folks. So this is an interesting one. Image number seven. Image number seven. there's an exclamation point i feel like i need to shout about it uh this one's like an instant pickup for me for a number of reasons um one there's a new witch's story going to be in it written by Scott Snyder with art by jock i am like over the moon i can't wait uh and then there's also going to be some additional other series in here uh for example written by joe casey or tim seeley uh jeff johns scotty young's in there patrick gleason is in here mm-hmm. um is this and
0: kieran gillen how,
1: i know i was getting that was my big reveal oh i'm
0: sorry i thought you were like because you're talking about artists now i'm like what are you doing
1: oh sorry i, I just kept going down the list um but I, like you know uh but for me not it's already spoiled but like kieran gillen's also going to be in this so yeah did insane. you hear about that no no
0: you just this is the first time you're finding out yes. that he's writing a thing i don't even know what it's about
1: i don't know I, I all i know is i'm going to read it
0: yeah why is the seventh one this so exciting like what about ish- what about image one through six like i haven't heard anything about image one through six
1: um i've occasionally grabbed and looked at through these but um yeah so i don't know where this is going to be in terms of witches calling it a new story because um you know which is the first volume was very distinctly about sailor and her family yes then we did um bad egg mm-hmm. which was a little different to give me some like terminator vibes <laughs> yep and uh we got this coming as well so yeah you know i'm i'm gonna check it out of I, course i I'm, there has often been said that there would be a sequel to it. And yes. I don't know if he's going to direct sequel to, it, or he just meant like within the world of witches. Yeah. Potentially. Um, I have not, I've completely fallen like off. Fallen off. I've fallen off of DC mech. I didn't drop it. I fell off of it. But if you're reading DC mech,
0: you still recommended it because you like the first. Yeah.
1: Two. Uh, issue four is coming out written by uh, Kenny Porter. Uh, so you could check that out. Uh, and, uh, I think we're, do- I think we're good. Are we good? I think
0: you're finally good.
1: Okay. Okay. I think I'm gonna there's a lot of also there's a lot of more spookier um, geared releases this week so if you're looking for that like now is a great opportunity if you have a little extra scratch to maybe pick up something a little creepy for yourself yeah uh, I don't know there's plenty of recommendations out there but if you just want to grab something just poke through it that's see right what you like
0: that's right